Hello, I'm Mike Lindell, and my employees and I want to thank you for your continued support by bringing you the biggest bath sale ever. Get my six-piece towel sets for the lowest price ever, only $39.96. His and her bathrobes, 50% off. Bath mats for as low as $17.49. And I'm also excited to announce the original My Slippers are back in stock. And now they come in even more colors and wide sizes. They're made with the same great patented technology. And yes, you'll still save $90 a pair. So get the biggest savings ever on bath sheets, bath mats, washcloths, hand towels, bathrobes, slippers, and so much more. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code and get deep discounts on all MyPillow bath products, including our six-piece towel sets. Regular $89.98, now only $39.96. Get all your shopping in while quantities last, so please order now. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now. Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. I know why you're here, Neil. I know what you've been doing. I know why you hardly sleep. Why you live alone and why night after night you sit at your computer. You're looking for him. I know because I was once looking for the same thing. And when he found me, he told me I wasn't really looking for him. I was looking for an answer. It's the question that drives us, Neo. It's the question that brought you here. You know the question, just as I did. We've been driving around From one end of this town to the other and back But no one's ever seen us Driving our Econoline van And no one's ever heard of our band We're the Mesopotamians 
Mesopotamians, Sargon, Hammurabi, Ashurbanipal, and Gilgamesh. The Mesopotamish sun is beating down and making cracks in the ground, but there's nowhere else to stand in Mesopotamia. The kingdom where we secretly reign The land where the invisibly rule As the Mesopotamians Sargon, Hammurabi, Ashurbanipal, and Gilgamesh This is my last stick of gum I'm gonna cut it up so everybody else gets some Except for Ashurbanipal who says my haircut Makes me look like a Mohenjo Mesopotamian Sargon, Hammurabi, Ashurbanipal, and Gilgamesh were the Mesopotamians. Sargon, Hammurabi, Ashurbanipal, and Gilgamesh. Hey man, I thought that you were dead. I thought you'd crash your car. No. To another nope edition of the of Truthspiracy. Truthspiracy. And OBS is being stupid again. OBS so just give us shut just a down second because completely this is what it does now wow. since that update. We do love OBS. Oh, no, we don't. I know. It's so annoying right now. It's been good recently. Like, no, it's not. It's still bad. I mean, it's still bad. I know. It still sucks. All right. Fucking OBS bullshit. Kick Siggies. Geeks, geeks. All right, there we go. All right. Anyway, Hello. welcome back to another edition of True Spiracy. Mm -hmm. I am the making with me, of course, my much better beloved better half. V Lynn. Hello, Patriots. So I'm sure the Mesopotamian thing is gonna well, yeah, somehow I mean, it's, um... run true for the rest of the show somewhere. <laughs> well, the uh the band is that we might be giants. I know. Which is pretty funny. So. I would have rather played Particle Man. Nah. Okay. Anyway, um, I was always partial to Particle Man. Okay. Well, that's good. Just me. Anywho, so you y'all know in the last month or so we've gone over Revelations, Tartaria, mud floods, um, all kinds of fun stuff. You know, maybe uh, ancient apocalypses, which I'm very excited. I can now watch that, and um, maybe coming apocalypses. So the next logical progression in in this journey no there's there's actually a logic to it yes. i was not aware that there was a logic to it really no did y'all catch the logic here like if you've been following along here this this is a step-by-step -step thing okay. anyhow right. the next logical progression um is uh giants and nephilim anyway and uh for that 
I reached out to our friend Dustin Nemos, who we met almost two years ago now. Yeah. 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 Um, he is a uh, a world-class expert on giants and Nephilim. So anyway, I am very excited to bring Dustin in with us so uh, so we can chat about it and, and see where it goes. We only have him with us for an hour, though, so. All right. Yeah. Well, let's get to it. You got it. <clears throat> and uh, welcome, sir. How you doing, Dustin? You got to un unmute mute on your, your end. Yes. Hey, guys. Can you hear me? Yes. yes. How's it going? Perfect. I'm doing really well. Thanks for having me on. Hey, we're excited to have you on, Dustin, because. Um, it's good to see you guys again. Yeah, when we met uh, what, a couple years back now, um, we had some... Uh, yeah, I don't remember. It's one uh, of those events. I, I so yeah, it was one of the events. Yeah, it was one of the events. Yeah, I think it was in Tulsa. And uh, anyway, we it had... Yeah. Clay Clark, thing, yeah. as I remember. Yeah, we had some very interesting conversations in a very short period of time. So, And at the time, yeah. you weren't doing interviews, um, but then... Uh, I know you're you're getting back in the swing of things. So how's that been going? Yeah, well, yeah, I was having some heart issues and I, I had a baby, and uh, it was a really busy time. <laughs> but uh, things are much better now. We're we're sort of uh, living on a homestead in as much the middle of nowhere as you can get in Florida. I mean, it is kind of a big sand strip, but uh, we're kind of out in the woods and living the homestead life, and it's really great. Preparing for the apocalypse, uh, like you guys were talking about. Yeah, we're actually doing the same thing. We're kind of in the middle of nowhere as well, doing the homestead life. So, in fact, I was just uh, in Georgia. Yeah, we're planting our gardens. Um, that's I'm gonna start tilling the the yard here, tilling the gardens out mm, probably in the next three to four weeks. So, anyway, yeah, Sorry, very cool. Ready I had a frost that killed some of my stuff, but I'm yeah, learning gardening. Especially with this, you know, they're vaccinating the meat supply and all of the scary stuff that's coming down the, the famine side. Um, but we're talking about giants. Uh, I, I really like this topic. It's a lot of fun. It's more actually it's more fun than a lot of the current politics and news these days. Yeah, we do politics and news five days a week, Monday through Friday. Sundays is our, our fun day, you know. Um, yeah. Right. Sunday church day. So it's our it's our most favorite show, actually, because we do get to have fun and we don't get always bogged down in the, you know, death and destruction of our world. So anyway, we get to talk about the future yeah. death and destruction of our world. <laughs> but yeah. by God, not by man. With, with, with the silver lining. Yeah, really big silver lining, a light at the end of the tunnel. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, amongst um, other things. Yeah. So, so how, how do you guys want to start off on this topic? I mean, we could go very, very much at the very beginning of, of history almost. I mean, that's where they started. Yeah, so what do you think? Do you think the giants and the Nephilim are, were the same? Um, were, are they, they two different things? Like what, what do you, what do you feel about that? So like, like words matter. So technically speaking, um, the word Nephilim is a lot like the word mutant in English. It doesn't necessarily mean giants. It could mean other forms of hybrids as well. And in the pre-flood world, um, as scripture records, they were sinning against all kinds of animals, flesh as well. So they, all flesh had become corrupted, not just humanity's DNA, but the animals as well. And all of the ancient cultures record on their hieroglyphs, in their stories, um, you know, in their myths, in their historical books. Uh, if you know where to look, because it's been somewhat suppressed the last couple of hundred years, 
but they're all basically agreeing on animal-human hybrids. This was a thing. This happened. So those would also be considered Nephilim. It wasn't just the giants, so to speak. So, you know, it, it's sort of a good catch-all term. Okay, hold on, Dustin. Weren't, weren't we just talking about that, about them changing the DNA of animals and right now, like by injecting all of the farm animals with their mRNA? Can yeah, and humans too sure? with the mRNA. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so you're getting oh. the rise of the term pure blood. Well, I mean, the, the, the most famous pure blood in history is Noah, who was pure in his generations, pure in his genes. And that's why he survived the flood and no one else did. I mean, there were possibly other people who had survived the impurity, but they had chosen to stay in that world and not board the ark. And he was warning people for a long time. But basically at the end of the, uh, at the end days, right there before the flood, all flesh had become corrupted except Noah and his family. So, you know, you, you got this world that was quickly overrun by fallen angel teachings and technology, including genetic technology. And they were teaching them a lot of bad stuff, you know, weapons, warfare, uh, vanity, um, uh, makeup, that kind of stuff, but also uh, sorcery, pharmacology, and genetic engineering. And that resulted not only in all flesh being corrupted, uh, and the flood, but you know, with these this race of giants that have persisted with us in another form, they're not big anymore, but even today, they're still here with us. Interesting, and I've had a theory that you know, we know that animals used to be a lot bigger, and you know, they always say that we're we, we've gotten bigger over over time, but I think we've got actually gotten smaller over time, technically, um, yeah. 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 So evolution's a total bogus lie. There's no such thing. And, and the missing link proves that there is no missing link. Um, they found millions of monkey bones, millions of human bones, no missing uh, human monkey bones. They tried to fake it a few times, but they can't find it because it doesn't exist um, because there's different types of people or species. There's different types of kinds, as the Bible describes it, uh, but they don't change shapes. You'll never get a monkey turning into a man in billions, trillions, or, or quadrillions of years. It will never happen. Um, but basically, at the end of the day, you have this uh, degenerative condition since the beginning of time. We're sort of devolving, in a sense. We're not necessarily, you know, we're not necessarily losing height, but we are getting sicker and more frail, more short-lived, weaker immune systems. And it's not just the environmental stuff. It's not just that they're poisoning us. It's just sort of the story of humanity. You know, back in the pre-flood world, we lived up to almost a thousand years. Uh, in the post-flood world, it was cut abruptly short, um, partially because of all the genetic engineering and tampering. And the so, Bible gives us know, 120 have, years, right? But we yeah, don't make kind of anymore. like a max. Yeah. And, and, and there's, you know, there's there's different things that play into that because there's blessings that that sort of play into multi. Uh, generational family blessings like with Abraham and there's curses that also play into that, you know, and the epigenetics can kind of bear that out for the, for the scientific crowd. Um, like if you murder someone, it's going to scar your DNA and that's going to pass on to your kids that they can prove that epigenetically, which is just proof of what God is saying. When he's when he curses those who don't uh, love him with uh, cursing their children, you know, to the second and uh, third generation. You know, so all of this bears out and all of that plays into sort of the lifespan. So you'll occasionally see some people who, who live beyond 120 years uh, in a wild 
you know, healthy scenario, but uh, very, very decreasingly do you see that. But generally speaking, we're getting sicker, we're getting more frail, and we're devolving. Um, the ancient cultures could build things that we can't build. They could do things we can't do. They understood astronomy and, and genetics better than we do. And we're sort of just rediscovering some of this stuff that led up to the flood. And, you know, the story of the giants is one of a war. It really, it goes back to before the giants. It goes back to Genesis 3.15, when the serpent deceived Eve and God found out and cursed the serpent that there would be a, a enmity or, or a war between the seed of the woman or mankind and the seed of the serpent or ne the Nephilim. Do you believe Eve gave birth to the serpent's child as she gave birth to Adam's child? So um, I know that I call it the Cain seed line theory. Mm -hmm. This was really popular and it's been taught for literally decades. Um, I think that it, it does not take into account the information sort of rediscovered from the book of Enoch and the other books at the Dead Sea Scrolls discovery. So, you know, a lot of these pastors were going on good information connecting Cain to the Nephilim and the seed of the serpent, but they didn't have the whole picture. When you include the stuff from the book of Enoch and, and other books, um, you know, you basically have to come to the conclusion that the Nephilim are the Genesis six incursion when the fallen angels bred and raped human women. And they created the giants, you know, Cain was not a giant and God's genetic laws are eternal, just like the rest of his laws. And, you know, if you, a fallen angel breeds with a human woman, it creates a titan. Cain was not a titan. Okay. But we, we did see an incursion of massive hybrid genetics after G Genesis 6 in the days of Jared, a couple generations after Adam and Eve. And that's when you start to see the titans. That's when you see the big giants. That's when there's... A, like in the Greek mythology, a clash of the Titans because they were starving to death. They were eating everything, including each other. And then God cursed and trapped the fallen angels for creating these monsters by putting them in Tartarus in the Greek Bibles. Um, in the English, we just sort of wrap it all into hell, but there's actually a difference. And that was, they were imprisoned under the Euphrates. Uh, I'm sorry, it kind of lagged up. I have satellite. Say that again. I said they were, uh, that's where they were imprisoned under the uh, river Euphrates, correct? Um, at least some of them were. Yeah, they were bound in darkness, um, in chains of darkness beneath the earth. And scripture records the Tartarus in between, as well in some places. Yeah, in between heaven and hell, not in hell, but not on earth. Yeah, they're under earth. Correct. I mean, Tartarus and hell are... are actually a physical place they're down there correct we could go that deep i don't think we can with our technology but um th they were bound in the chains and eventually they're going to break out of tartarus or at least i think four of them do so uh, you know that is part of scripture and it makes sense that that's the angels that were there I mean, you, what other which other spirits would that be that would break out of the euphrates other than those who had been chained for the uh, the nephilim abominations and they're pissed because they watched their children kill each other off for 500 plus years. That was their punishment. That was actually what God mandated because these things were, it wasn't God being mean. It was just that these things are going to starve to death and kill each other off. God knew what was going to happen. 
and they shouldn't have been tampering playing God with the genetics. And then he put them in prison until the end, basically for fulfilling end times prophecy um, in the book of Enoch and elsewhere. But the giants so that, lived on. So that leads to a great point. <clears throat> so if you believe that, then hollow earth is a real thing then. So uh, I'm going to probably not be popular here with this. I know I'm going to take heat for it. I believe in biblical earth. Um, I know there's a lot of uh, argument going on right now about is it flat? Is it not flat? Is it a pancake? All these other things. Uh, the Bible describes not simply a flat earth, but a flat earth with a dome on top, kind of like a snow globe mm -hmm. that's set on pillars, fixed, unmoving, does not spin. And every scientific experiment ever recorded trying to uh, find movement fails. There's no movement except localized earthquakes. There's no movement. We're not spinning through space at all. Yeah, you won't um, catch that around here. We will leave the same thing, Dustin. Yeah, so bibl biblical earth is, is the thing. And that includes uh, hell and below that Tartarus. And that includes hollow earth. Um, that includes a much different cosmology. Space being fake, aliens being a deception. Fallen angels are actually returned posing as aliens. Mm -hmm. And their children, the giants, are still here. They're just, they're not giant anymore. They're just about... 2% or less of the population, and they rule the deep state. The, they're behind pretty much all of the sin, um, from the porn industry to the, the banks, uh, the banks industry, banksters, the Federal Reserve type central banks in every country. They, they run it all. Yeah. No, nobody is going to no, no say a here. word. Yeah. Nobody's <laughs> even going to be like even semi-pissed. Actually yeah, great, great. just echoed everything that we believe we talk about although clb um does ask a, what what verse in the bible explains it that way um that the concept of uh the earth being flat with a dome above it and and pillars and i've gotten that through different reading different verses and different books different interpretations of the bible no, the no, book of enoch uh, that no, but no, can e you point exodus exodus talks about the firmament talks about the flat earth <clears throat> with the firmament above yeah. and dirt below and it being round with a flat globe in essence yeah it doesn't spin hundreds of verses yeah there's oh. there's hundreds of verses that support it yeah, but one of them, I mean, one of the biggest, I believe, is Exodus because it's where they're talking about the firmament and where they actually describe exactly what the firmament is. We can't go outside yeah. it and nothing can come inside it. That is what the firmament is. I didn't even know it was in Exodus. Um, it, I know that it's mentioned in Genesis and Job mm -hmm. in numerous places. It's mentioned in Psalms as well. You're thinking of Job. Uh, no, no, no. Genesis. Yeah. You're thinking of right. Genesis. I might be thinking about Genesis. You're yeah. right. My bad. My bad. And also there's many, there's talk of the waters above in psalms and genesis there's yep. um, there's talk of heaven above that which is in psalms deuteronomy and uh, nehemiah there's um talking about how the sun and the stars actually move which does not work with the way that they describe it in their cosmology officially in um uh psalms and joshua and revelations and matthews and oh. Isaiah. What's his name? Um, um, what's his name? I've got posts on all of this. I could kind of bring up if I can share screen if you want. Yeah, we can do that real quick. Hold on. Before I forget this, though, um, the uh, betrayer, uh, Jesus, Judas, uh, Judas, in Judas. his in his gospel uh, that they found in the Dead Sea Scrolls, his gospel, he refers that the only way to get past the firmament 
is it's like a blessing from God. So essentially it's like your soul is the only thing that can go through the firmament. That is his explanation of the firmament, which I was like, holy shit, that's actually pretty badass if you think about it. Just saying. Well, possibly. Yeah. Um, I don't know what level of like technology heaven is employing. We do know that there are windows to the firmament that hold back the waters above. Correct. So that was part of the flood. It came from above and below. Um, so in, in theory, you could open those windows and swim up. Uh, you know, also Enoch was given a tour of heaven and he never physically died. Although that may have been, I think that was a dream tour. So, it, you know, it, it's not the same thing. Um, but, but in essence, mm -hmm. you've got this lineage of giants that started in Genesis six in the days of Jared, uh, with the fallen angels, 200 landing on Mount Hermon at, uh, the 33.33 degree repeating, uh, parallel, <laughs> Uh, ironically enough, and this mountain was just known and littered with human sacrifice temples and altars and stuff uh, later and used by the elite for all sorts of horrible things. Nimrod was centered around. It was a horrible mountain, kind of like Mount Evil. Um, anyway, so they continued on after the Titanic era, which is sort of where you get the, the legends and the myths uh, where you get like the Greek mythology. Everybody knows the Greek ones because that's what a lot of us were taught in school. Uh, like the Greek clash of the Titans tells it that uh, the Titans were overthrown by the gods like Zeus, uh, when in reality they were eating each other to death. Uh, they had lost control of their growth inhibitor hormone, kind of like a liger. When you breed a, a liger out of a tiger and a lion today, uh, they lose control of their growth inhibitor gene and they just never stop growing. And they eat about 20 times a normal lion's uh, amount of food when they're teenagers, essentially. And, um, you know, they get up to about one ton. It would take 20 to 30 lions maybe to take one of these things down when they're full size. And they would starve to death in the wild unless they just continued to eat everything in sight constantly. That's kind of what happened to the Titans, except for they lived for 500 plus years. And they had a constant uh, growth spurt like their own puberty the whole time. And they got to be really big. Um, you know, scripture's not lying when it throws big numbers at us on those early giants. But it, it wasn't the way that the Greek mythology recorded it. That's kind of the pagan spin on history. Um, but that generation kind of gave way to the, uh, the more well-known figures like the Zeus and the Poseidon, those eras. And all of these are just various names for the same uh, creatures. Every culture had different names for them after the, the Tower of Babel, especially. And every culture had their own local sort of uh, tyrant giants or demigod giants ruling over them. Atlantis was a real place. It was founded by the Titans, uh, Poseidon and his son, Atlas. And eventually they just kept getting smaller and smaller, killing each other off and, uh, you know, waging war against mankind and enslaving mankind. And then the flood happened. After that, uh, the genetics at that point were so weakened in the post-flood era that the giants were less than 30 feet tall. They're on out. So that's where you get like Goliath and King of Og and stuff way later. Do you, now, little... do you have slides or anything? I or... think I think whatever you put up yeah, on your screen will pop up here. Go go for it. Go ahead, share it with us, and I'll. Uh... I've got to learn how to do it here. On um, I think I've got to find the button. I've never used this program. It should be something like ask to share or present screen or something. And yeah, it'll I've got to find. I see it. I Something will pop yeah. up on my screen and I have to allow it, basically. Yeah. Okay. 
should say like um, present at the bottom. Found it. There it is. And I'll just add it to the. There you go. There you go. So I actually have uh, probably about 30 posts just that I've written around this topic. Um, it's it's from a lot of different angles. Some of it's from an anthropology angle, like kind of tracking the people movements and tribes. Some of it's from a scientific perspective, like forbidden archaeology, where it's the giant bones we're talking about, the elongated skull DNA and stuff. So there's a lot of information to this. Some of it deals with the mythology and the legends and the suppression at the Smithsonian. So, you know, this is a complicated topic. It's not just giants were real and the Bible was right. There's actually a continuing ongoing war against this information getting out by the descendants of the giants who are poisoning us with vaccines today. Um, you know, this continues on. It's not just history. And, and incidentally, like, it's just kind of a funny uh, thing. We've all heard that that, that expression, fee fi fo fum mm -hmm. I smell the blood of an Englishman. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> that actually is, um, <coughs> excuse me, that's an actual ancient uh, Gaelic uh, expression that basically means, uh, behold, see food good to eat sufficient for my hunger. So, you know, that's what a giant might say when they saw a human person uh, for quite a while through our human history. So it's not just that the legend spoke of giants on every continent in every culture. They were real. Um, you've got a lot of them recorded in fairly recent history, too. Excuse me. <coughs> I think I need some water. So. All right. Go ahead. So do, do you think the descendants of the, the Nephilim maintained their their longer lifespans and maybe that's where uh the legend of vampires came from do they do they like reinvent themselves every 80 years or something so yes and no um the legend of vampires did come from their descendants because they do engage in blood magic rituals and they even use it as a form of medicine kind of like we use um holistics um However, they don't necessarily live much longer than us. And they're really, their brain capacity is no longer 30% more than ours either. They've basically uh, devolved alongside of us. Their, their divine blood, as they would see it, uh, their connection to the fallen angels, their seed of the serpent DNA is very weak at this point. Although the, the elite are, you know, a, as many historians have noted, obsessed with inbreeding among their own class. They are trying to keep that blood pure despite all of the, uh, you know, the, the bad things that come with close inbreeding of like brothers and sisters and stuff, but they do it all the time because they're trying to keep their claim to the, the pure blood DNA of the fallen angels. Um, you know, we, we can look in library of Congress and find records, uh, of 30 foot giant skeletons being found, uh, from, uh, as recently as like the 15th century period, we have, uh, you know, uh, many, many examples of eight to 12 foot giants, um, more than we can even go into, but numerous ones that you could mention, uh, by name, like, uh, Count Bucart of Dauphiny, that was a 22.6 footer from the 16th century. And, uh, another one whose name I can barely pronounce, <coughs> excuse me, who was a 25 footer from, uh, the 16th century as well from the same place. You know, this was a DNA. It followed along kind of the same areas. That's why, like in Gath, we get the Philistines later. That's where Joshua did not finish killing off the giants. 
he let some survive. So in Gath, later we get the Philistines, later we get Goliath and his brothers. You know, that DNA, that it follows along. Um, and that's where you can kind of track the anthropology and the people movements. And all along, the whole time, you saw them basically enslave and dominate mankind. Uh, early on, they would openly eat us. Uh, later on, they would just use us for uh, slavery and uh, steal our children and use them in blood magic rituals. This continued on basically until they were now. overthrown and wiped out. Um, seemingly. Now, some of them were merged into other cultures. We can go into that. It's kind of skipping ahead a little bit. Um, if you want, I, maybe hold off on that. We can go into it a little later on. I, I'd like to keep yeah. kind of track of where we started with the post-flood era, if you don't go mind. Yeah. So right, right in the post. And, and a lot of people are confused by how did the giants come back if God wiped them all out with the flood. Um, God did wipe them all out with the flood, except three. And the reason for that is that Noah's sons, who were pure blood, had no wives. So they took three wives, actually cousins of theirs, which is fine. Cousins is fine, just not inbreeding brothers and sisters and parents. Um, genetically speaking, you know, I'm not encouraging. I'm just saying it, it doesn't hurt genetically. Uh, so they, they took cousins of theirs, and it was three sisters, and they took them from the world that God says all flesh was corrupted in. So those three sisters, mm -hmm. we can assume, had Nephilim DNA because uh, at least one of them in the post-flood world started pumping out giants, specifically Canaan, Ham's child, who was kind of extra cursed, and specifically all of his descendants were filled with different tribes of giants that God also later said to wipe out. Um, so, you, you know, some of the, the hieroglyphs I'm showing here on the screen kind of bear this out. I think this is Egyptian. Mm -hmm. They're all over the world. Um, giants enslaving mankind, giants as tall as giraffes, um, got giants guarding sacred temples and sites. Uh, they're, they're not just saying that they were big people proportionally. In many cases, it just doesn't work. I know a lot of people try to, to argue that. They were, they'll try to say that this is a metaphor for, for like a big person, not proportionally, but in terms of uh, social stature and stuff. And in some cases, you can make that argument, but not in all of them. Some of it's, it's pretty clear. In some cases, they're actually doing like heavy labor and lifting that humans couldn't do. It's, you know, that sort of thing. Um, and, and in many cases, it will show depictions of their elongated skulls as well. This is a uh, potential descendant of the giants taken in 1925, a photo. Um, you know, you can kind of see just some strangeness to the features, but not necessarily inhuman anymore. This is way later. Well, uh, even even as recently as Andre the Giant, you know, who wasn't really a yeah. giant, but he looked very similar to that guy, the guy in that picture. You could see the same, the same facial structure. You know, North American legends are filled with Native American stories of fighting a tribe of cannibalistic giants with six fingers and six toes, just like uh, Goliath and his brothers were described as having because many of these giant tribes did have an extra digit on each limb. And that's kind of where you get the Native American uh, howl symbol where they'll hold up their hand and show the palm. That, that's a way to count the fingers because they want to make sure that you're not one of those cannibal giants. Um, however, you can also find in, in uh, books from the uh, last couple hundred years all over the place in North America and everywhere in every language, 
stories of farmers and explorers and uh, landowners and uh, just random people uh, discovering giant bones all over the place. Mm -hmm. And, you know, in, in North America, we call them sort of collectively the mound builders. And they weren't that big here. They were 10 feet, 12 feet max. I mean, they weren't that large, uh, you know, much stronger, more powerful than we were physically. But they weren't the big ones from the ancient world. So go going back to that, like in the in the post-flood uh, era, you had all of these giants beginning. And you talked about some of the giant bugs and stuff earlier. Uh, those were you know, probably also part of all flesh being corrupted where they were mixing species together. Uh, they did have some pretty epic trees for sure in those days. Uh, so I'm going to kind of go through here and I'll find some more uh, stuff to share because I have a lot of articles on this uh, mm -hmm. as we go. Anyway, so going back to the post-flood era, they started to repopulate through the tribes of Canaan, immediately started to betray their neighbors, uh, immediately started to engage back in the pre-flood uh, blood worship, blood magic rituals, um, fire worship, paganism, uh, you know, fallen angel worship. And Nimrod, uh, who was a different son uh, or, or a different line, not Canaan's child, but Cush's child, also through Ham. Ham was a sinful kid. Ham, Ham's where you get most of the, the problems. But most of it was through Canaan. His whole family was about sin. They, they actually wrote it into the will of Canaan. And they, they sort of saved it as his like will and testament to keep sinning and stabbing your neighbors in the back and betraying everyone else, which is part of the response actually that Canaan had for presumably, I'm, I'm speculating, the curse that Noah put on him that he would serve his brothers. He would be a servant to his brothers. So instead of being a servant, you know, he wants to be a horrible servant by stabbing everyone in the back who's not of his tribe, which is how he countered the curse, so to speak, uh, that Noah put on him. Um, because you know God sometimes honor these honors these curses uh, by his by his chosen people. Um, anyway, so that document is a real document. It's called the Will of Canaan. You can kind of find that, and I think that is epigenetically speaking why we get all the giants in Canaan's line. But going over to Canaan's brother Cush, who had uh, inherited the the stolen uh, Adam and Eve garments from the Garden of Eden when they had sinned and they had get, given garments to cover their sin by uh, by God himself. That is in Greek mythology called the Golden Fleece. Uh, they stole that from Noah, Ham did, and passed it on to Cush. Cush then passed it on to Nimrod, his youngest spoiled little brat. And Nimrod became somehow king of the world, and also somehow he became a giant. Scripture records he was not one, but then he became one, a gibberim. So he, he basically uh, used the power of this garment or something, and he was also a skilled hunter against God, um, and, and he would also, um, you know, engage in paganism. He tried to burn Abram, or as he was thereafter known when God shows him, Abraham, uh, in the fire for not worshiping the fire. I mean, this was a bad dude overall, but he basically united the world in a one-world government and a one-world religion against God. Tried to build a tower of Babel and tried to overthrow God in heaven. Sounds and like he also founded. Yeah, he's he is actually like uh, the understanding that we have of the Antichrist. This is the only guy who can technically meet all of the criteria. So he is the son of perdition. He's the beast that will return. They're going to resurrect him. They actually found his body in Iraq, and that's why we invaded Iraq a month later. Excellent. Weapons of mass destruction was all a lie. We went there for that body. 
the tomb of Gilgamesh, Osiris, Nimrod. They, they found it. And that, now they have his genetics and prophecies playing out exactly as it was foretold. But, but going back to where he was originally, he founded the Freemasons as well, the secret society whose entire goal was to, their entire magnum opus or, or great work of the ages, what that means, was to bring about his new world order or resurrection of, of his old world order and to resurrect Nimrod. So uh, they're trying to bring him back. They probably already have. And they're trying to resurrect his one world government, one world religion. The Tower of Babel itself, you could argue, has already been rebuilt in CERN, which was built, ironically, on the Roman city of Apollyacus, which is named after Apollyon in the Bible, the destroyer. This was in the Roman era known as the gateway to the underworld. And that's where CERN built all of their stuff. Mm -hmm. So they actually had to clear they actually had to clear away the ruins um, and, and pause construction for a while. So ironically, we have this uh, uh, satanic portal oriented, um, obsessed with summoning other entities through portals and interdimensional rifts and stuff. And they're pretty open about this. We have them obsessed with this down there doing who knows what in the earth. Uh, and um, no stone yeah. will be left unturned. Um, quick, real yeah. quick tangent. I, I understand yeah. that the, the giant that they fought in Iraq was guarding the stargate and they brought the stargate to cern and hooked that bitch right on up you know it's uh i've actually had someone reach out to me recently um encrypted email and stuff that that said they were part of that and they want to tell me everything i haven't talked to them yet but i'm excited about it that's amazing um, i know that incident is known as the kandahar giant incident and I'm not saying they're not some giants that are still around in isolated incidents. I mean, I've seen some guys that are probably 10 to 12 feet tall in my own life in the grocery store. Um, you know, definitely basketball players. <laughs> but, um, you know, I don't I don't know that there are any tribes of giants that are still living anywhere. Sure. There are. Um, and I don't I also don't know what a lifespan or the constitution of something like that would be. It would be pretty tough to take. Sure down. There are. I've seen them. Yeah. Tribes okay. of Giants? Oh, yeah. Yeah. In Kazakhstan? Oh, yeah. Kazakhstan, all okay. over Kazakhstan. There are huge the, the DNA survived. tribes yeah. of people that are literally 12 to 13 feet tall. Like we yeah. stood next to them, and there was no way that you could even consider me a man. <laughs> yeah. Wow. wow. So there are uh, the Their genetics are still there. Probably as long as me standing. <laughs> Just saying. I was there are some really there are some smart ass kind of um, scientists that are out there putting out articles basically saying things like uh, the, the Bible says the giants were wiped out, but we found their descendants living in modern Lebanon, you know, and they're, they're showing the genetic evidence for it and stuff. And, and I'm not disagreeing with them. I'm, I'm disagreeing with their premise. You know, the Bible says that some of them survived. Joshua mm -hmm. failed to get them all. They started to tax them instead and live alongside them. Um, which was which is a big no-no. God warned us about that. They were the seed of the serpent. They were always going to bite us in the ass with their venom. Eventually, I'm, I'm trying to I'm I'm trying to remember the name of the country. We it's on the eastern border of Afghanistan, and I'm I'm trying. Okay. Um, Hold uh, on, let's ask our son. He's a geographic they're, genius. They're um, <clears throat> they look more Asian. I mean, they honestly um, uh, the uh, Turkmenistan. Turkmenistan 
that is the country. Okay. Um, I was going to say, for whatever reason, I wanted to say Azerbaijan. And I was like, well, no, no, it's not Azerbaijan. Turkmenistan. Anyway, uh, the Turkmenks, those guys, uh, they remind me very much of uh, the old Mongols. Um, and if you know any of the stories about the Mongols, Mongols are not small people. Um, they were considered uh, war tribes or what they considered back in the day war yeah. tribes. They stood about anywhere between eight to 11 feet tall. Uh, they were huge fucking dudes. Um, but the Turkmenks, yeah. those are the closest folks that I've ever seen around this world that remind me of what a Mongol looked like back in the day. But these guys are huge and they, every single one of them, I don't think I ever met one that was under uh, seven or eight feet tall. Not a single one. You want to hear some, you want to hear something crazy about the great wall of China? It used to be called the the ramparts of, of Magog and it's built like it was meant to keep out giants. I, I've heard mm -hmm. that. I've I, heard that with the defend with the defensive postures on the opposite side from China. Yeah, yeah. Almost like keeping like some, something in China, not yeah pushing something or keeping something out. So you know the, the whole story of history is all of history is a lie, mm -hmm. and there's a bunch of these bones that I'm showing right now. You know that top one's actually a, a, an infant, a child, a baby but they have 30% more, 20% more, 15% more brain capacity than a normal human, different suture patterns on their skull, and a lot of other weirdness, including bigger eye sockets and a different position spine. And uh, often uh, earlier on, the bigger giants had double rows of teeth. Different they kind of lost that over time. As in, as in their, the, the curvature of their spine goes opposite of ours, like it curves out well, the, and the, the spine it kind of enters the head at a different place a little bit. It's offset on the skull the way ours would be. Theirs sits back a little bit more. Mm. And mm. Our, I, I don't know a better way. So I'm not, neck, I don't know all the anatomy the terms to describe it. would have been it. a little bigger, essentially. Yeah. No, the, the, so, Ryan, the, Ryan Forrester uh, is one good guy to go to for that because I think he actually shows and he actually will, will give you a, like a, um, an example. He's got a dummy that he uses to show you exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, this was this one was actually in the womb. A lot of people try to argue that these things were actually head binding, and this was just someone smashing their baby's skull against a board when they were an infant and tying it against a board, which was pretty common actually um, during the era that these things walked among mankind as the gods, so to speak. People would try to mimic them to blend in and, and to get more prestige. So they would they would bind their baby skulls, but you still can't get the different suture patterns and, and eye socket and skull and 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 um, an insertion from the spine and you still can't get that much larger brain capacity you can make a baby's head pointier but you can't make it bigger so to speak so that you know this was uh proof positive that this baby here found still inside of the rib cage of a dying mother or dead mother uh mummy this thing was proof that it was not all head binding it was born this way um you can kind of see here the suture patterns between a human and a nephilim are like I mentioned, very different. A human has three. You can kind of see that it splits the skull from front and then the back two. And these things have one big back plate that connects to the front with one suture line. Now, now um, understand, un understand what he's saying here, folks. Okay. On a normal human skull, when you look top down at a normal human skull, you have three lines in your skull that all connect in the middle. And the three lines basically separate 
your skull as it hardened and as it came together. Those are those three lines. Everybody has them. That's why the baby has a soft spot in the top of its head when it's born, and you got to be really careful. It doesn't change that because that's the last spot to harden. So these babies don't have a soft spot in the top of their head. On the Nephilim side, if you look, it's a straight line along the bottom. There's no three lines at the top. Um, And that's actually true. uh, And I believe, I want to say... what was it uh the first man um the fuck they call him um they have their what, own, the neanderthals yeah neanderthal neanderthal had that line along the back they didn't have three lines at the top either they had the different mm-hmm. line as well so i wonder if they were not also amongst the giants they, well, there's a lot of different types of skulls and, and in fact even scripture records many different types and tribes physically of of giants and of nephilim um, some of them were satyrs. Some of them were giants with long, weird necks. Some of them were robust warriors. Um, many of them had elongated skulls. Some of them had six fingers, six toes, double rows of teeth. Um, so there were there were mutations and variations in the pre-flood era that started to express themselves because I think that what happened is they were playing God with their genetics and giants and humans were all trying to get upgrades, you know, uh, gene hacking, self-splicing like they're doing today with those CRISPR kits in their garages uh, across America and uh, and the world, trying to grow purple hair and bigger muscles and bigger boobs and live longer and all the normal stuff that people try to, to go for, Um, you know, all the, all the, the, the effort put aside, they just want to have it on demand by taking a shot and, you know, being beautiful or being stronger or whatever it may be that they want. Uh, And then suddenly, uh, everyone has all of these different variations of animal DNA expressing in all these different ways. And you have all of these different tribes of giants and mutants everywhere in the pre-flood era. And then it kind of got out of hand. So God flooded the world. Um, I, I do want to mention that, you know, just looking at the skull, I have three children. I know you guys, I think, have some as well. Yep. Um, the, the one on the left here, the suture pattern, you can kind of see that skull plate has to come together after they come out of of the mother's vaginal canal after mm-hmm. they're born, because that would probably hurt her or maybe even kill her if it was intact on the way out. So the, the baby's brain is actually kind of squished a little bit and those skull plates are kind of loose and moving around a little bit when they come out so that they can squeeze out that hole. And then, then the skull plate kind of pops into place. I actually, I was a little freaked out when I first saw my babies cause their, their skulls were alien looking and kind yep. of elongated skull. Yeah. And I was like, did you give me a Nephilim woman? What's wrong? <laughs> and um, actually, I didn't know about it at the time. <laughs> so, well, um, it's, it's you know. actually um, they are adjoined. It's very soft cartilage, though. Um, and yeah. what happens is as it as it goes through as your as your wife or, you know, loved one, whatever, as they give birth, baby mama. The skull, what it does is what we call it is is it cone wraps and what it does, it cone wraps to protect the brain. But at the same time, it cone wraps. It also provides a soft vaginal transition for the baby to pass through the vagina as it comes out uh, through the birth canal into the vagina as it comes out through the mother. That is the idea of it. And then as it comes out, when you first see the baby, I thought the same thing you did, dude. I matter of fact. You yeah, can ask her. I, I couldn't touch her for another six months. It was- <laughs> I was like, there's no way I will ever please you again. None. I saw one of those pop out of a woman in Aliens. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. 
None. None. On the other hand, we did we did have a a, a nine pound twenty two inch long baby with wow. a nineteen centimeter skull. No, no mind um, you, I, I have, that was the first one. The second one was even bigger, but they had to cut him out of me. I have delivered babies wow. before too, and yeah. Yeah, um, that was no issue for me. I had no issue with that. But when I saw her give birth, I couldn't touch her for like six months. I was like, nope, there is no way I will ever please you again. Yep. Yep. I understand oh, that. It was, it's women a are amazingly resilient. So Our, ours was a, a big bloodbath situation too, because she hemorrhaged and lost a bunch of blood. So it was, it was kind of traumatizing for all of us. But um, I, the point I wanted to make is like a big skull like this on the right, the Nephilim uh, hybrid skull given to a normal human woman might actually kill her on the way out. I'm not sure. I, I, I'm not a medical expert. I could just be speculating out in the wind here, but um, that may be part of why you don't see them spreading that much. They don't spread that well, and they don't have that many children. Plus, they sacrifice their own children historically through their weird, you know, ball occult rituals and pre-flood, uh, you know, paganistic worship of the fallen angel spirits. Um, so basically these things have a hard time procreating. They're not going to outnumber us, but they're obviously smarter and more physically powerful. So they always kind of rule from above or later on rule from the shadows. There may be giants left today, like you're saying, and I'm sure that there are, but I can trace where some of them are today through what happened later on. So we go back kind of to the post-flood world after Nimrod, after the Tower of Babel, God split all the nations. And then fast forward a while past Abraham and stuff, you get uh, to the time of Jacob Israel and his brother Esau. And this is kind of a continuation of that old shadowing from the, the pre-flood era of the seed of the serpent versus the seed of the woman because Esau, God hated him before he was even born as a baby. Poor guy. He was kind of a murderous, treacherous barbarian his whole life. Now, he did kill Nimrod. That was cool. But Esau is the guy who we get the Edomites from. He married Canaanites, which are of the giant tribes, way later. They're not as big anymore. But he married into the Canaanites, took two wives from them. And then later, his people moved to Mount Seir. And they lived on that mountain, killed the native giants, the Horites, and took over, but kept many of the women and started to breed with them. So you get the Edomite tribes mixing with the Canaanites and the Nephilim DNA, the seed of the serpent, and creating uh, the Amalekites and Amalek, whom God would promise to have war with each generation. And you, you just see this continuation of this one tribe killing off as many white people as they can for the rest of human history, basically. Um, in fact, our generation today would be twice as big if it were not for four wars caused by the Jews. I know that's not going to get me a lot of friends and it's unpopular and pretty soon it's going to be illegal. But the, mm -hmm. the ultimate point here is that the Edomites became the Jews of today, pretending to be the Old Testament people. Yeah, they're the Ask, Ask actually Edomites. Yep. The Kazarians, yeah, the Kazarians came from the Igemians on Mount Seir which were the Edomites, the Greek term for Edomites. So they came from the Edomites and they were mixed with the Nephilim. That's why they're so evil. Well, and, and they in Revelation, um, sorry, but in Revelation, uh, in one of the letters to one of the churches, um, he warns about the Jews that aren't Jews. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's pretty much the story of humanity. They've been blending in ever since they lost their gigantism. 
And uh, they've been kicked out of about 200 nations because of child sacrifice, blood magic rituals, and uh, murdering uh, Christians. All kinds of horrible stuff, excuse me. Um, but all kinds of horrible stuff that they have done that they've been found guilty of and evicted from different nations as an entire people group uh, in courts of law by the ruling monarchs at the time in various situations. Uh, uh, there, there's so many times that this has happened that it cannot just be a rumor or slander or libel. And again, these were governments that did it. This wasn't generally, this was not the rabble. Sometimes the rabble got together and just killed them and burnt them because of what they were doing to babies. This, uh, that did happen historically. It just seems to me like, um, and I'm going to guess that you agree with Ye, um, and I'm not, I don't care. I, that's immaterial to me. I, um, I happen to agree with some of what Ye is saying, and um, I agree with what you're saying wholeheartedly because I do believe it, it seems like a very protected class of people. Like somehow when you enter that, if you look at the world, you look at history and you look at the Jews, they've been very protected, but they've done some real dastardly shit that it's like, wait a minute, who is protecting you and where are you getting this cheat code from? Because I, I need this cheat code in my life. Look at that. Yeah. Well, yeah. Jew is the magic word, basically. Um, mm -hmm. You can be a pedophile and the other Jews will still defend you which is how the ADL got started. A child rapist was uh, put in jail and eventually he was actually lynched by the mob. Uh, but the ADL was started to get the Jews to help defend one of their own who was a pedophile. They are today the human trafficking, child trafficking and organ harvesting capital of the world. Jeez. And they rule basically most of the Western world. They rule China and Russia. They were the moving force behind the founding communist party of China and Russia. And they never really lost power in Russia or China. So they're basically running the whole world now, including our government. And now we're getting these planned, pandemic-style genocides. Now, it's, it's not the first time. Um, mm -hmm. Half of us are dead today that would not be dead because of the wars they got us in. But they also have killed a number of us, a good percentage now, with the vaccine. And before that, the, uh, the Black Plague, for example was Holy not a plague at all it was actually a virus dumped in christian wells killed 30 percent of christians the jews got away with killing them all very yep. few got caught but they did confess and the jews were largely unscathed by the whole thing they didn't get sick and just today i mean we, we also have evidence that israel is not having a fertility issue after the vaccine imagine that like everyone else is except africa who didn't take the vaccine they're doing just fine mm -hmm. um baffled scientists so this is the seed of the serpent waging Damn. war against mankind well, again and again. Um, Israel is not. Well, I have to, I'll have to check that. Japan, data. Japan, Japan is no. Japan is no. No, it just, no, no, just, no That no. data just came out. It is now. They they went Six, after they 16 percent um a decline in their their birth yeah, rate. Yeah, but they, theirs is like a it's small compared to what ours is. No, I know. Um, but the one of the initial sex of people that were coming out against the vaccines actually were the um the hasidic jews here in the states especially in new york because you know they're they are very they keep very close track of all of their women's menstrual cycles and there's a, a you know very 
specific designated time when they're allowed to be with their husbands specifically in order to conceive a child. And as soon as they started taking the jab, all their menstrual cycles were, were messed up. And there is a, a woman that's in charge of the women in their community and, and tracking their, their periods and making sure that they go to um, a you know, specific bathhouse at a specific time in order to be cleansed before they resume relations with their husband. And there's like 60 year old women that are getting their period and, and, you know, women that are getting there that are bleeding for weeks and months. So they were the first to raise concerns uh, to the point where they actually allowed a woman to speak in front of the um, the elder rabbis in the Hasidic Jew community, which is unheard of because it was such a concern. So they're seeing that issue. But they're actual Jews. So, they're not Kazarians. I don't have a good answer on this, and I don't have a great answer for like the supposed Messianic Jews, except that um, everywhere you look, when you see controlled opposition gatekeepers, they are always pro-Israel, if not Jewish themselves. Yep. And uh, they will turn completely. For example, uh, the um, what's that group under? Uh, what's that group that's in colleges? that are really popular and they're always kind of uh, defending conservatism. Turning sort of Point USA? Track. Turning Point USA, right. So I saw some of their influencers out there defending Kanye, uh, defending him when he was wearing a White Lives Matter shirt, saying he's allowed to say anything he wants. And then later, after he he started to call out the Jewish supremacy in the world, uh, he he uh, the same influencer was basically flipping the script, saying, how dare you? Uh, we need to abolish this anti-Semitism and uh, deplatform them and all this other stuff. You know, these are the kind of friends that we have. They're all basically gatekeepers circling the wagon for Israel. And many of them are saying the things that we agree with, but they'll never actually name the people behind it. None of those folks in the mainstream will ever say that it was the Jews that control both parties of, of the U.S. politics and every company that made the vaccines and the CDC and the FDA. And it was the Jews that made pretty much all the decisions that led to all of the millions of people who are now dying. Now, and, and, there may be Jews out there speaking against it, but I think they're probably controlled opposition. And I, I doubt I, that they actually took the vaccine. I, I'm gonna say something that is gonna probably make a bunch of you go, wait, what? Um, but this is gonna blow your mind if you didn't know this. This, everything that he just said, which I, I agree with, um, Everything he just said, Mel Gibson also said. <laughs> Mel really? Gibson. Yes. Oh, yes. Mel Gibson yes. believes everything he said, believes. Said it in public. Said it in public. Um, and then all of a sudden, he's a fucking psycho yeah. and he can't work in Hollywood anymore. That's all Mel Gibson said. That's all he said. Yeah. Everything you just said is what Mel Gibson said. Yep. And he was shit out like as fast as he That's made why he's been money. producing his own movies now, producing yep. and directing his own movies. In fact, he's coming out with a sequel to uh, Passion. Passion of the Christ. Yep. 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 They, he's I, coming only, with the after what Only God can keep me alive now. Yeah. I, I, I'm what? dead serious. See? He is not, he is not a psycho. He just, all yeah. he said is what you just said. There is like, and what I just said, it's almost like, and I'm not a, I'm not anti, I'm not an anti-Semite. I, I don't hate Jews. I'm just saying that it just really seems throughout history. You want to talk about a protected race. If you're Jewish, you were protected because you can fuck up a whole lot of bad shit. And 
still be okay. Just saying. So I, I, I want to skip over some, like I was going to talk about how the Edomites and the Igemeans basically turned into the Khazarians. And then, you know, they were invited back into this antichrist version of Satanism, which is Judaism um, mm-hmm. in by the Sephardic Jews over in the seat of Satan in Turkey. Uh, and basically, you know, it, it, it kind of brought the family. Yeah. They brought their cousins back in. Before you continue, what website is this? Because I got a lot of people asking, how do you spell these names? I'd love this to look this website. shit up. What website is this? Okay, so it's it's my archive on hidden history. It's called theserapium.com. Can you spell that really quick so everybody can yeah. see that? It's All the, right. T-H-E, serapium, S-E-R-A-P-E-U-M.com. And it's basically filled with uh, with scripture, with hidden history, with truth and science, uh, including a lot of the like forbidden archaeology and stuff, the giants, the giant bones, a lot of the weird stuff they won't talk about that kind of breaks down the, the fake science that they're giving us. We, we have all of that here. Um, it's meant as an archive to, to help people to keep this history before they rewrite everything, which they're doing now. A lot of this stuff is disappearing from the internet, so I'm hoping people are going to back it all up. Um, but definitely, the, the the stuff that we're talking about here—I mean, I, I probably won't live for very long. I'm, I'm I'm actually out there saying that the people who rule the world are actual demons. I'm not saying these are bad people. I'm saying that they are the actual descendants of the Satan, the fallen angels, collectively, and uh, they are the descendants of the cannibalistic giants, and they continue those same practices today at the deep state level. So, you know, I probably won't make it too long unless God protects me. I hope he will. Um, But I'm going to keep speaking this message as long as I can. And I know they're trying to make it illegal in Congress right now because people have no idea what is really going on. Uh, Most Christians praise the Jews thinking that they're our allies and they hate us. They teach their children to hate us. It's in their holy book, the Talmud. And it's what Jesus Christ denounced before they killed him. The tradition of the elders is the Talmud, which is their holy book. They don't follow the Torah. They just pretend to so that we don't. Um, so we but ultimately, it's a big scam. Yeah, yeah, it's a big scam. It's identity theft. And when they started pretending to be God's chosen people, all of the Western Christian world felt bad for them after the fake Holocaust and rolled out the red carpet. And now they run us. They run our deep state. And we have become poor in the nations that our fathers and forefathers founded. And they have become wealthy as a parasite class of banksters and politicians and lawyers. And their whole plan actually goes back. This is going back to the War of Gog and Magog. And I can show you. um, And the Bavarian government actually caught them before the whole Protocols of Zion was written. They actually got together and met. uh, uh, It's called the Grand Satrap of Constantinople. They got together and met and decided how to wage war against Christianity. And they said they were going to basically fake being Christians so that they could uh, pervert our doctrine and infiltrate our cultures, fake being lawyers, or actually, I mean, become lawyers, become Christians, become doctors, become these things, and then use it against Christians. So become uh, doctors and poison them, uh, like Harold Shipman, like Dr. Fauci, like many others, you know, Walensky, you know, um, with the vaccine today, it's just the next version of what they're doing. Um, Become lawyers and take away their property and put Christians under the yoke of the law. That was part of their plot. Uh, become Christian pastors and theologians and lead them astray, lead them into sin, lead them away from following God's law. So these are the kind of things that they were planning to do in a long-term destroy-them-from-within strategy. 
And that's what ultimately became what we know of as the Protocols of Zion, which our government validated and confirmed through their own War Department investigations. It's not a conspiracy theory. It's a real document. They were caught distributing it by the uh, Bavarian government, and the, the government actually warned the other governments of the world, but they were ignored. Um, all of this is history. They just don't want you to know about it. And they actually admit most of this stuff. They admit that they're Edomites. Uh, they admit everything except that I'm talking about how they're demon Nephilim. They don't admit that that I know of. But they do kind of in their in their secret circles in their religion talk about how they're a divine race that all of normal humans are to them like an insect is to us. They're just so far beneath them that, you know, a thousand of us could be raped to death and killed before one of them just loses a fingernail. That's kind of... We're at an hour. I wanted to bring this up. We're yeah. at an hour. Uh, I, I know we only have you for an hour. Um, if that is an issue and you've still got to go, uh, that's great. Uh, but what I want you to do is you got to commit to coming back because <laughs> we've sure. got to continue this conversation <laughs> because we could probably spend four hours just talking about this. Yeah, no kidding. Literally. Um, you said that the Bavarian yeah. government warns, warned the people about the, the, the Zions um, and they were ignored. They weren't just ignored. Actually, that was, if I, I remember my family history correctly. That would be King Ludwig. Um, he wasn't just ignored. Ignored. He was canceled in the way we cancel people today. In that his entire history was changed. Um, he, all of his children, which they were not legitimate. Um, he had a, a dozen mistresses, and he had lots of children. Um, they were all essentially canceled. They were erased from history entirely. If you look up his history now, uh, it says that he died of syphilis without ever having any legitimate children. He was a, essentially erased from history and turned into a a, a horrible, um, evil man. That's what they do. So, they yeah, destroy that is what them they do. historically. They rewrite history. They will, they will plot for centuries to get revenge. And in fact. Um, what is going on in Ukraine right now is a very good example. The Vikings of what became Russia and Ukraine uh, much later ran the Kazarians out of Kazaria because they were so evil with all the human sacrifice, baby killing and stuff. And now they're getting revenge by turning Ukraine, which is Jewish controlled, um, against Russia, which is Jewish controlled. Uh, both leaders are Jews. Putin's a crypto Jew. He's hiding it, but he admitted it in his book. Uh, both leaders are Jews, and both of them are heavily connected to the Jewish deep state and the U.S. deep state, obviously, with Ukraine. Anyway, so the whole point of Ukraine and Russia is to have Christians kill Christians. But kind of what I'm getting to here is that the Azov Battalion, the so-called Nazis, well, here's one of them with a swastika tattoo and the little Jewish hat on the back of his head at the Wailing Wall in Israel praying because they're actually Jews faking being Nazis to get Christians to kill each other. That's the whole thing. They always have been. Antifa is the same situation. 90% of them are Jewish. Um, the rest of them are drug addicts. So it's, it's ultimately, it's just, it's this one clan causing 99% of the shit that's affecting humanity from the porn to the, the culture degradation, to the human trafficking, to the war, to the poisoning of humanity. Um, to the de degradation of our culture, to um, the, the grooming in schools, the transgender agenda that nobody gives a shit about except less than half a percent of the nation. And suddenly half the kids in school are transgender. What the? F 
the hell is going on? You know, you Sorry. you can fucking drop an F bomb here. We don't really, you're <laughs> not no going to offend us. <laughs> the rules here are there are none. So yeah. you can yeah. fucking say whatever right. you want. Even, you're not even on church Sundays because the situation that we're in requires cussing these days. So yeah. Yeah. I've got so much information here. I mean, I, I can take a few more minutes, but this post is called the the seed war. I've got an article. This is kind of the main one dealing with Jews. It's called the seed war between mankind and Nephilim. Demons walk among us. Um, and if you go, it's, it's, what it's is got this a on? lot of stuff. What what is this? The on? same website. The same website. website. The same website. Okay. I'm just yeah. letting everybody know. This has a ton of information, a ton of videos, a ton of history on it. And then at the bottom, it's got like 30 more plus articles about the history and the context. Um, you know, what's going on with their how, how they're proudly behind the immigration issue, for example, what I call the, the golem strategy, which is defined in their Talmud of turning different races against each other. They write about this. They, they strategize this. They plot this and they talk about how they want to replace white people and enslave brown people. And in fact, Jews controlled most of 70 plus percent of the slave boats that brought the slaves from Africa and own most of the slaves in the U.S., it was always the Jews. It was never actually whitey, but they're blaming whitey for all of the evil things that Jews do. And then when they do something evil, oh, no, they're Jewish. Suddenly they're exempt from all the uh, the blame. Um, kind of like the John Stewart's of the world, you know, famous influential comedian on Comedy Central and has a huge audience. You know, one year he's like, white people suck. We're, we ruin everything. And then the next year he's like, uh, uh, we're Jews. We should get together with blacks, not fight. We should get whitey. Um, after what happened with Kanye, I think that was, it was pretty recent. Uh, so, you, you know, you're seeing this, this, this strategy to destroy Christian nations from within because they hate God. Therefore, they hate his son and they hate his people. And it's always been the strategy. It's always been the play ever since the days of Jared and the pre-flood world. And the whole Bible speaks to this message where there's this war going on. God talks about the war with Amalek every generation. He talks about how he punishes Edom for their um, uh, uh, gloating over the destruction of Israel, and he would desolate their inhabitations as well. There's all these different things that the Bible has to say about this war that we never hear in modern churches. We never hear it from modern Hollywood. We don't hear anything about the seed war. We don't hear anything about the seed of the serpent. We don't hear anything about the giants, except maybe that it was a fake metaphor and they weren't really that big. We don't hear anything about the massive skulls that we found. We don't hear anything about the blood sacrifice that is ongoing. We, we, the, the modern churches have become, I don't even know what to say, but, but basically watered down pagan centers of false worship and, and this new age culture of, um, of charismatic experience, so to speak, more so than actual reading the Bible and, and being no, close it, to that no, God that's found within no, it, you know? No, no, no. You, you're looking at it wrong. You're right with what you're saying, but you're looking at it wrong. Think about it. The church has become the MSM. That's all the yeah, church is. The church is the MSM. Think about it. Where do we go get our news about God? You go to church. That's where you go to get your news about God. You go to church. And yeah, pretty much. A priest, somebody, you have no idea about this guy. You have no idea about his background. You, All you know is that he wears, if I dressed up and looked like a priest and walked into a room and sat down in front of you and talked about God, you would say, well, that guy knows what he's talking about because he's a priest. How do you know? 
How do you know that I'm actually a priest? Hey, yeah, there's D really no good betting system passing. except to compare. I'm you, sorry. Sorry. I said a D is still passing. Someone could go to seminary and, and uh, skin by uh -huh. by the, the skin of their teeth and and yeah, pass like in med school. Exactly. Exactly. Still a doctor yeah. at the end of the day. I'm, you're still a firefighter. You're still a cop. You're still a. You still get the title. <laughs> Just because you get yeah. seventy doesn't mean. Hey, you and, know what the difference between the top surgeon and the lowest surgeon was in class? Thirty points. Yeah. And honestly, we have to also consider that, um, you know, basically scripture says that the, the man is the, and I don't want to be like chauvinistic or anything, ladies, I very much respect women, uh, but the man is supposed to be the head of the household and he's supposed to learn these things and he's supposed to defend his family from this kind of false doctrine and false prophets. And and the way that you do that is you compare it to scripture and you, you actually have a working understanding of what the Bible says. You have to study it. And if you do that, you are protected from all of these deceptions by just going into those questions that arise. When, if there's a controversy, if there's a disagreement, uh, go look into it. That's what I did. That's how I found all of this stuff. I, I didn't shy away from it. I looked at the debate and I saw who won the debate, who had the better arguments and who stuck with the word of God and who was making stuff up on the cuff. And it turns out that the Bible holds up and it, it can be tested. You can, you can test the Bible. Don't be afraid of that. It's hysterical that you brought that up, too, because we just saw it. If you guys don't believe us, I'll give you a perfect example of it. You can go today and go watch the news. If you watch the news, I want you to watch Fox News coverage of what happened in Memphis. Then I want you to go watch NBC's coverage of it. I just saw it this morning. Fucking blew my mind. Do you know? that NBC currently is blaming this on racism. Oh, yeah, they're saying it's it, it's still racist, even because though they were all the same race. The black cops have been working within a white system for as long as they were. Mm -hmm. That's That means that it was still racist that the black cops killed a black man. Forget humanity. Forget the fact that they both breathe the same gas that we're all still alive we still all live underneath this temporal sphere that we do and we have this guy above us that takes care of us forget all of that no 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 it was because they were working within a white system that's the reason they killed him that's literally you can go look at that and that is exactly what he's saying that is a false narrative it's all bullshit we all know it is but that's what they're putting out as the news, well, they, they constant they won't defend a white child gunned down by a black man in the middle of his backyard just playing with his toys, who's a two year old mm -hmm. or a three year old, which happens all the time. But they will defend a black drug addict like George Floyd, who actually held a gun to a woman's pregnant belly one time and held her up for drug money and died of an OD while being arrested, had nothing to do with the police who were stand, basically following standard practice. Um, and, and that's the kind of, of Jewish controlled, what I call golem strategy that you see. And it wasn't actually just Kanye West. He's not the first black leader to go against the Jews. Um, the Jews have been trying to use blacks as a weapon, which George Soros basically admitted to in 2014 uh, at Bilderberg, saying he was going to fund the black hate groups uh, against white people. But 
For example, Michael Jackson himself in his lyrics kept getting in trouble for going up against the Jews who kept robbing him of money in the back uh, dealing and, you know, which is pretty much standard practice. Other other black leaders have said this, too. Uh, but they, they basically take all the money and 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 rip off all of the high level, high earning uh, clients that they have in Hollywood because all the lawyers and all the insiders are Jews and they can get away with it. Read, One read example is where read the book Malcolm yeah. X wrote when he was in prison. Yeah. Read yeah, the my, book that Malcolm X wrote when he was in prison. If you read exactly. that book, it talks all it talks about is the Jewish um, infiltration into American society. And all he the reason that he was hated by everyone other than the Muslim community was because he talked about the Jews and what was going on in the US. And I just want to reiterate yep. right now when we're talking about the Jews like that. We are not talking about the Jews as the chosen people of God. These are not yeah. real Jews. These are Kazarians. Okay. These are fake Jews. These are evil Jews. So, um, you know, if you, if you are born Jewish, if, if you descend from the Jewish people, don't take offense to this because it's we're not, not we're not slamming y'all. We're talking about the Kazarians that have infiltrated and corrupted the Jewish people over millennia literally yeah, millennia and, and the word uh jew actually is not even in original bibles it's not in the original manuscripts i should say um it was added in around the 18th century over the word judean and yahudim and Correct. you know judean was like saying america it doesn't necessarily specify a nationality it could be multicultural at that point so Ju judean does not mean that you're related to judah and on the actual cross when Jesus was killed, uh, it, it actually said king of the Judeans, not king of the Jews. It's all a big deception. They, they just put the word Jew in over many things the same way they took God's name out, Yahweh, and put in the Lord, which is the English translation of Baal, by the way, uh, over 6,000 times in Scripture. So, you know, briefly, I would like to just kind of mention some of the stuff here. I've got this article I call... Um, the Jews multicultural golem strategy for cultural genocide. And I've got stuff from, from uh, Michael Jackson. I've got stuff from like the chief rabbi uh, calling uh, black people monkeys. Boy, um, somehow lost your stuff. Yeah. In Israel. Sorry. What? I, I, I took your screen down. My bad. I we were didn't, chatting. Oh, I didn't good. know that. Yeah. We're back up. You're good. Sorry. I was yep. sharing a few more things real fast. Yeah. We got Here's you. Rosa Parks with her Jewish lawyer who set her up for it. Uh, right there in the background. Here's uh, Martin Luther King Jr. with his Jewish uh, controllers, basically telling him what to do all over the place, um, basically pushing blacks as a weapon legally against whites early on in U.S. history, setting us up against each other, although they were the predominant force behind the Democrat Party and slavery. So it was always a lie. It was the people who had the slaves setting the slaves against white people. Um, it's really you weird know, too because Jewish... if you if you go back to some of Martin Luther King's earliest you know things that he talked about in the pulpit, he was very anti-Jew, and then all of a sudden, like one day, he came out and it was like he was all of a sudden pro-Jew. It was like all yeah. of a sudden it was a, 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 if you go so back wow. and listen to some of his early, 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 early pulpit speeches that he gave, he talked he was heavily anti-Jew, and then all of a sudden. Suddenly of all, he became very pro-Jew, like out of nowhere. And that's where I think Malcolm X split away from uh, Martin Luther King.
that was my take. Yeah, and here's here's a really good there's there's stuff here from John Stewart and other quotes. Here's a really good one. I'm going to have to zoom in to make it legible, but this one by Israel Cohen, which was a March uh, 1957 letter to the editor of the Washington Star. Uh, I'm going to just kind of go through it really quick. Quote, we must realize that our party's most powerful weapon is racial tensions by propounding into the consciousness of the dark races that for centuries they have been oppressed by whites. We can mold them to the program of the Communist Party. In America, we will aim for subtle victory. While inflaming the Negro minority against the whites, we will endeavor to instill in the whites a guilt complex for their exploitation, exploitation, ugh, I can't talk, sorry, exploitation of the Negroes. We will aid the Negroes to rise in prominence in every walk of life, in the professions and in the world of sports and entertainment. With the prestige, uh, the uh, with this prestige, the Negro will be able to intermarry with the whites and begin a process which will deliver America to our cause. And this is known largely as the Kalergi plan, and it's something that hundreds of Jews have been caught writing about um, over and over, including our fake news, where they track how long is it going to be until whites are a minority in America, that kind of thing, uh, all over the place. And then they laugh at us for uh, mentioning that what it, what has become known as uh, replacement theory or the great replacement. Um, and it's all true. They're actually talking about it. They have been for centuries. It's part so of their plan. We've come into Yep. And not only that, we've, you know, we've covered that. You, I, I, so many people have covered this. This is nothing new. This is all, um, Jesus. Yeah. Wow. This is just a place where you can go find it all, all at one. There you go. That's this, where you got to go. Go to the website, check this it out. Site is, this site is great. I really suggest, um, depending on the topic, I have different suggestions, but there's one article that I've done called map that, that brings it all together. It's mapping the rabbit holes, all conspiracies explained, all dots connected, know everything. And it's a little bit of a bold title. I get that, but I wanted it to get people's attention because it's pretty close uh, to exactly what I'm saying there. Um, this connects all the dots at the highest level. Anyone has ever connected them in the conspiracy world. No one is beyond this. Uh, no one is connected this many dots. I'll stand by that. But I hope that they will, and many people are going to go way beyond what I've done here. I've just been really obsessed my whole life with researching, and I've basically been like eight hours a day since I was about 16 on the internet my whole life, and I'm 35 now. So you can imagine how many hours I've spent going down rabbit holes. And I've always had to know. I've had this obsession with knowing so I could try to help protect people from what's coming, um, like big pharma and all the poisons and all the vaccines and all the, the bank stuff that they're exploiting and, and using uh, inflation to destroy, you know, the financial system and the famine that's coming. And I wanted to warn people this post, uh, at the serapium.com slash map basically is my horrible, uh, attempt at using an image to kind of bring it together with a lot of supporting posts. I'm not an artist, but if you go to this image, you'll kind of get an idea of how things connect from forbidden science, like talking about the giants and forbidden history. Um, the genetics, the anthropology, the etymology, the archaeology, all of that to the deep state science, the kind of stuff they're putting and promoting, uh, they're putting on us and promoting to us, like carbon dating, common core, evolution, out of Africa, cosmology um, with space and, and balls spinning through the universe and everything else, uh, the germ theory versus terrain theory, the language of symbols. Um, there's so many different things that they're promoting in place of real history, real science, um, like Big Bang, multiverse, 
panspermia, all these things. And it's all basically to either hide God or kill or control us. It's basically all of their sciences are for those things. Um, it talks about what's going, what happened in Antarctica and how that kind of leads back up to what we know of biblical earth and the cover up and the, the infiltration of the fallen angels posing as aliens. And the aliens are here. They are, they're back, so to speak. The fallen angels are back, just like prophecy foretold. And they're causing a lot of problems uh, behind the scenes before the very end. And that's kind of building up to the final battle. Um, but these things have been sort of summoned back into the world. Uh, one example being the first little gray alien of modern times, which was summoned through a portal by Aleister Crowley using weird orgy sex magic rituals involving child sacrifice. You know, he's the guy who called himself the Beast 666 and mm -hmm. uh, wrote poetry about dancing with little girls' bodies through the night um, corpses. One of you, those rituals was when uh, Hillary Clinton was conceived. Hillary exactly. Madden. Yeah. Hillary was con actually um, with with him. It was uh, Barbara Bush. And then later mm -hmm. on, uh, Hillary Clinton was conceived by one of his protégés, oh, right. uh, which was Jack Parsons that's at right. the area that became Area 51. Yep. We're not sure if it was Jack Parsons or Ron Hubbard, the founder of Scientology, who, who wrote he wanted to bring about the Antichrist because they were both involved in the orgy. So we're not really sure whose it is, but she kind of favors Hubbard. Anyway, um, you know, this that, this map will put you on the right track to kind of connecting all of the major dots to understand all of the conspiracies at a high level. There's some other supporting maps and stuff here. But when you get down into the posts, I've tried to this is sort of the, the backbone articles. I've tried to tie most of the website together with these major articles that kind of make sense of the narrative. For example, you talked about vampirism. I have the origins of vampirism here. It actually goes back to Jewish Talmudic immortality beliefs. Jews were the first vampires that were recorded in history, and they always were recorded with what's called an aquiline or hooked nose. In fact, even Bram Stoker's Dracula was hooked nosed mm -hmm. by a Jew. Yep. Um, sure was. Historically, most cultures would portray evil people as having a hooked nose look because they used to accept this stuff and it wasn't politically incorrect to say evil people are evil. Now it is evil has to be accepted and tolerated or you're a bigot and you have hate speech and you're going to jail in the new gulag coming soon. So, you know, we try to tie it all together. We go into the occult, the mystery Babylon, satanic religions of the deep state. We go into the seed war. We go into the censored past and hidden history, or I like to call it his story. We mm -hmm. go into this, scriptural controversies that change the world talking about end times prophecy tracking the actual prophecies and where we're at in them um we talk about the great deception of end times including scientism we're talking about the one world religion that's coming one church to rule them all that the pope is working on right now with chrislam and in mm -hmm. building all of this um we talk about a lot of different stuff we even go into the lineages proving the stuff i'm talking about so i don't sound crazy because I have evidence uh, about the genetics of the actual demons and humanity as well. Uh, there's different tribes of humanity, and this is our story. It's in the Bible, and it's in the, the, the historical record, and it's a fascinating story. Everybody has their own, their own part in that, but this is kind of how we understand where we came from, and this is also how we understand that there is a seed war between something that's not human with us that are human. Um, the, the pure blood, so to speak. And we go into the deep state science really heavily, you know, how they're trying to promote globe earth evolution, aliens having created us with panspermia, which replaces evolution really technically because evolution's falling apart. 
all of the lies. Um, I'm trying to build this into sort of my magnum opus before I croak up a heart attack or get killed. And I hope people will back it up. But this is the hidden history of mankind, and it's the best English-speaking archive in the world. Well, I have to say, Dustin, I don't think you're going to die anytime soon. And, you know, we've talked a lot about demons and fallen angels, but um, our audience knows that it's it's not just the fallen angels that have returned, but also the archangels, and they are protecting spe specific people. Um, so, uh, and, and before we let you go, it, this is just real quick. I know that you have been uh, heavily deplatformed, demonetized, canceled, primarily because of your work covering Q. Do you think Q is divinely inspired? No, I, I actually believe that Q was a controlled opposition psyop. However, you know, my answer to that involves also being proud of what we've done. The fruit of the tree is pretty good. I think they made a mistake with Q in a way because of the age of the internet and people connected the dots a lot faster than they expected. Um, it kind of grew beyond the Q platform, the Q board and Q barely posts and what they do post is barely interesting anymore. But the movement that we spawn from that, the, the fruit of the tree has been really effective. We have hundreds of millions of people around the world engaging in citizen journalism. So that's good. But I don't trust Q and I don't trust Trump at all. And I think that they're part of this occult controlled opposition paradigm. I think that they're going to try to save us as sort of the right hand, saving us from the left hand. But it's all from the same brain, so to speak. And mm -hmm. you know, I think that there's a good, I think there's a strong connection with Trump to the occult and the vaccines, obviously, that we cannot mm -hmm. ignore. So, you know, at the end of the day, I, I have no faith in the political system or any any politician at all, period. But I do have a lot of faith in prophecy and what's happening and what's playing out right now. And it's all been foretold by God and God wins in the end. Actually, I did a 200 plus hour documentary series and part 15 uh, is about proving how God wins in the end through going through prophecy and what prophecies haven't yet happened and how it plays out in the current era. I, I, I don't like to be like a date setter or, or, you know, say the world is, is ending soon or something, but it does seem that way. If you actually spreadsheet out the prophecies and track where we're at, which God says we're supposed to look for the signs. Start uh, it does seem that way. Yep. yep. It's sure red, it's red alerting really fast. And we, we, you know, we got neon signs saying in times all over the signs of our times, not just animals going in circles, the Euphrates river draining the woman in the stars, uh, giving birth, all of these things are happening. So many others are happening. Um, the the return of the Watchers posing as aliens. It's get, it's actually a pretty exciting time to be alive. I think we're about to enter the Great Tribulation, and then I think um, you know eternity is just beyond. Well, mm -hmm. either way, right. we appreciate you coming. We've yes. got a hard stop, unfortunately, in about 20 minutes. Uh, we kind of got to get yeah. out of here. Um, the it's Eagles fun. are playing today. So um, nice. I God. have to watch. That is required. Um, either way, uh, one more time, what is your website? It will hopefully may no one uh, during your game drop dead of sudden death or heart attack. Exactly. Um, you know, I. I hope that doesn't happen because it's going to ruin everybody's day. But my website is theserapium.com. That's the hidden history esoteric website. Of course, I have nemosnewsnetwork.com for exoteric kind of what's happening and, and what's going on in the world and where are we on the famine and the poison and all the other stuff politically. Uh, election fraud, vaccines, all that we track. But um, my real passion has shifted from from tracking politics to explaining the hidden history of the world because... 
it just it makes so much more sense of all of the things that we're seeing now. I can I can now connect the dots on why they poisoned us with the vaccine. For example, they've been writing about this plan for hundreds of years. Um, you know, it's nothing new. They've just this is the latest attempt, and they've been doing it many times. So you know, this has given me great insight into the political world through the esoteric lens, and I think that this can help other people too. Right. And when you when you understand the history and when you see where you where we're going, you realize that all the political bullshit is just that it's Minutia. it's all a distraction. Yeah. It does. It really doesn't matter in the grand scheme of things. And, so. and, and they they desperately want you to play the game. They hate it when there's like a low turnout on voting and they're constantly putting money and trying to figure out how to get people to, to play the game. It doesn't even really matter which side you play for. They want you in that game. They want you to have faith in their system, have faith in their process and be part of Babylon. And what they really fear and hate the most is when you step away from it all and you decide consciously to leave their culture, uh, as God says, to leave Babylon. And when you do that, like a lot of things that mattered before don't matter anymore. Your priorities shift. Uh, you don't have any faith in their leaders anymore. And you become hard to control and you become hard to steer. And they don't like that. Very true. Do you think the Antichrist has been reborn yet? You think the Antichrist is here? You think they've raised Nimrod? So there's there's two beasts mentioned. One of them is the false prophet, and I mm -hmm. think that is the current pope. The current pope is leading the world toward a one-world religion, mm -hmm. and he's kind of preparing the way. Um, I don't know who, when, or if, or what is going on with the other beast, the world leader. I think that's going to be Nimrod resurrected because only he can kind of fulfill all of the prophetic passages I can go specific if you want. I can pull up my article on that. But there's a specific prophecy about how he was going to be the one who uh, was and is not and yet will be. And only someone who is dead and resurrected can fulfill that. And Nimrod is already known around the world under many names, uh, under many religions, as the dying and resurrecting sun god. This is the story that you see with Horus, Isis, mm -hmm. Osiris. Uh, this is the story you see with the biblical Nimrod, Semiramsis, Tammuz. It's the same characters under different names over and over and over. So he's going to step into his uh, position sort of under their false prophecies and the biblical prophecies uh, from our perspective. He's going to step into his position as the resurrecting sun god. And he's going to be that character from all of those different religions. And they're all going to fall down and worship before him. So he's going to be the culmination of every mythology on earth, which they were all real, telling their deceptive perspective. So he's going to he's going to be that Apollo resurrected. He's going to be Tammuz resurrected. He's going to be uh, Nimrod reborn. And when that happens, we're going to see the world leader. And I don't know if that's Trump or who that's going to be yet, uh, but I am looking very closely. Awesome. All right. Fantastic. Well, we appreciate you yes. coming on, sir. Yes. And uh, look you forward to you Thank coming you. back. Yes, most definitely. Yeah, anytime and enjoy the game. It was awesome. great. Will do. We appreciate it. Thanks, Dustin. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. So there you go, Dustin Nemos, folks. Uh, check out that website. Uh, that's insane. It, it's the same mm -hmm. shit that we talk about every Sunday, folks. It's the same thing. But he wraps he it just all up in a nice, tidy nice little bow for you. Before we do anything, though, uh, we do have to do a tribute. Mm -hmm. And so, say happy birthday to Texas Trout. Yes, happy birthday, Texas Trout. We were unaware. Uh, happy birthday, sir. And uh, yes, go check that out. That is like... I, uh, he, he blew your mind a bit. No, no, not really. I mean, you already knew it's, it. But... We already knew it. We knew 90% of that. I know. I, uh, we've been, 
I don't think we've ever come out and said what we said today mm-hmm. in the past, but we do believe that it's not nothing yeah. that's new. But that's why we do this show. Smoke them if you got them, folks. That's right. Wait, what did you say? Well, you better catch up, Tara. Where have you been? God bless. Um, Tara's been in the hospital because she tripped over a dog and she cracked her skull open on a piece of wood trim and she had to get four staples in her head this morning. Wow. <laughs> but she doesn't have a concussion, so that's good. <laughs> how are you doing, klutz? <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, um, if you try and, like, if you put your left foot in front of your right foot, it's called walking. <laughs> oh, but if there's a dog in the way, sometimes, you know, you know what it's like to trip over the dog? That shit happens to us all the time. <laughs> Damn. Yep. Anyway, Texas Trout, how old are you now? What do you walking quadriplegic Nick. yes you're gonna be if mm-hmm. you keep going the route you're going oh. yeah hey tara you gotta post somehow that video that i sent you this morning with the dude i mean who else is not gonna hear that with those years you know what i'm saying sure he is there you go oh too much All right. Texas Chad is going to be eight years old. 44. Damn. <laughs> That's my age, I think. You're behind me? Two. You're 46, aren't you? Good point, too. <laughs> Fuck. I'm such an I... old fart. Damn it. It is, uh, anyway, what is this? Ooh, Pequest. Oh, yes, yes, you're right, Pequest. My bad. Yeah, I'll get on. Release the scratching. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm Ooh. gonna save that one because I really like that picture. It's a good picture, Pequest. Saving that to mine. Okay. It's done. It's in our picture gallery. I don't know how that works. Mm-hmm. I, I think one day it's going to eventually tell me that I can't add any more pictures to my picture gallery. Just maybe throwing it out there. Maybe. Hold on. Let me release the scratch. Yeah. Tara needs one of those infant helmets, you know, that they put on babies. <laughs> the window liquor helmets. The crash dummy helmets. Yes. 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 I know what you're talking mm-hmm. about. That one. Uh, like how cool is that picture? That was a good one, actually. Yep. That's one we can throw up somewhere. You got it. All right. The scratching has been released. There you go. You got it, folks. Mm. Anywho. I so, forgot you're not even closest to the oldest one at 47, dear. We are definitely going to get the fuck out of here, though, mm-hmm. because we do have, um, there's a really oh. big football game going on. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. Our featured sponsor of the day is Fresh Mouth. Um, go to freshmouth.life. I was actually drinking the, the, actually I was drinking the vitamin C, vitamin D with 
cardio miracle in um, distilled water with extra O2 because I put it in the fresh mouth cup and oxygenated that shit before I put it in with my vitamins and stuff. It's actually, it doesn't taste bad. You get used to it. But, um, and it's, it's really good. I know. Mick's get looking at me like it. I'm crazy. He doesn't like it. He doesn't like it at all. I've got, I like it now. I've gotten used to it. But uh, look at that. Liana won three gold pills from the scratch and good on you, Liana. Um, but yeah, so fresh mouth.life, uh, get your, get your cup, get your toothbrush, get your toothpaste. nano silver fluoride free toothpaste that will actually heal a cracked tooth, heal gingivitis, um, heal a cavity. It's pretty freaking amazing. Um, and biggest complaint is it starts to heal over your fillings. Um, fillings. Yeah. So, which you can't really do. So you're aware. Yeah. That's, That's okay. bad. So just remove them. They're fine. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah. Fresh mouth out life. Get that amazing toothpaste. Get your, uh, your, your ozone ozonator cup. Um, and again, I really like if you get the electric toothbrush, um, you know, you get a new toothbrush head every month and that comes, it has the UV cleaner built in. So you don't have literal tooth like poop particles on your toothbrush. Um, however, uh, if you get the regular, if you don't like the electric toothbrush um, or you can't afford it yet and you want to upgrade later and you want to start with the regular, then uh, get the the UV cleaner and uh, that stick your toothbrush in there and you just like hang it in your shower or wherever. And it's pretty amazing. So get your UV cleaner for your toothbrush because your toothbrush is dirtier than your toilet brush. And I don't think yes, you it is. clean your teeth with your toilet brush. Yes, it really is. So anyway. So yeah, fresh mouth out life. Get that amazing toothpaste. Stay Go healthy. Um, and uh, we'll be back uh, tomorrow night, 545 for Liana's Lounge. Hopefully Liana's on tomorrow morning mm -hmm. at 905 um, this is going to be the shortest true spiracy we've ever it done. It will be. Um, but we got to go, though. Makes because I got to get out. Dude, you got 20 minutes before the game start. You're fine. I know. You're I, anxious. I got to get ready. I, you got to get ready. I'm an Eagles fan. How, how do you get? You turn on the TV and you sit your ass down on the couch? I don't sit down for the whole game. You know that. Good God. You know I won't be sitting for any part of this game. I'll be fucking screaming at the TV and throwing shit. Mm -hmm. You know that. Okay. Anywho. Um, use the water in your bong. That is a dehydrate the water in your bong. No, re like put extra oxygen in the water in your in your bong water. Hmm. Interesting. I wonder if that's grab that little bottle over there for me, would you? The piece. So um her best friend gave this to us um as kind of like a, a Christmas gift. And no, we um, just share shit. Like I gave her a dozen eggs yesterday. So like she gave this to us. It's peace water solution, and it's supposed to be for your bong, whatnot. Um, but I don't understand what the like I read the back of it. I don't understand what the point of it is. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't say like it actually does anything other than keeps the dirty. resin from mm -hmm. sticking to the side of the, like, what are you actually smoking though? That's a good question. You know, what is that? What is actually in there? I, I've been very timid not to use it because I'm not sure what's in it. Um, I, I don't know. Am I wrong? I, it, it just, I find it weird. I don't know about you all right now, but like, it's really weird. Like I went in the other day, we were, we were at a job, went over to a restaurant, right? I mean, it says it's 100% all natural and safe. 
I sat down at a table. This is this is your fault, by the way. This is all you. Okay, <laughs> it so is I know because it like I sat down at the table so and we're we're in this restaurant, right? And it's a little sketch, kind of like peanuts on the floor. No, no, nothing like that. Okay, it was just one of those ones. Those are usually pretty good. Where it looks like it used to be a McDonald's, mm. and now it's like another restaurant. Mm-hmm. But they didn't change out any of the seating. Oh. And it's kind of very like, hmm. Okay. Kind of very sketch. Yeah. Anyway. So like one of the guys came out and um, he got our order and I was going to order this um, steak thing. And I was like, I was like, is it what, where's the meat? I mean, can I, can I like see the steak? I mean, is there a way like you can bring that to me so I can see it? ahead of time before you cook it <laughs> right and a guy kind of looked at me like i was crazy he's like yeah sure so he walked in the back he came back out with this meat filet in a bag frozen mm-hmm. on a tray mm-hmm. I, I you can take that back you're good i'm i'm not eating here you guys have a good meal and i got up and walked out i was done nope not eating there. Not when you bring me something in a frozen bag that you have no idea what it is. I have no idea what it is. I'm not putting that in my body. I blame that on you. It's so my fault. <laughs> that is all your fault. I know it is. <sighs> and I was fucking starving too. I'm sure. I we drove another 20 minutes to go get food from somewhere else just because, like. Normally, I'm okay in most places. Like, I'll go into a Zaxby's. I don't have an issue because you can kind of see him back there putting the salads together and whatnot. But, man, I went in there. This They brought this thing out and on a tray like the guy did kind of. How do you defrost it that quick? That was my next question. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't already have one defrost, which means I didn't want to think about it. Yep. Nope. Never mind. That's why I left. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm just saying, be careful about what you eat, where you eat, what you consume, because all of this. You know, most of the steaks what? that you buy in the store are actually pieces of different cows glued together with meat glue yes. and made to look like a steak. And it's not actually a real steak. I, I wanted to interrupt him early on. Because one of the things he was saying, and I really wanted you all to to hear it again, but then I was like, no, nah, I'm just going to let him talk because what he was saying was awesome. But one of the things he said very early on, think about this, folks. Um, how many gyms were back in the day? What do you mean? How many gyms existed in, let's say, 1831? Even in our parents' day. Think about it in, in like 1952. How many gyms existed that you all went to outside of like the YMCA or like a, a men's club, which was really more of a social thing than than like a, an actual fitness thing? I'd say none. Very, very few. So, you know, one of the things I look at and one of the things I say all the time, OK, I'm I'm big on this. Don't get me wrong. The dudes that work out in a gym, I get it. You're right. That is the probably perfect epic 
human fitness. But what's man's fitness? <clears throat> I always wondered that because if you think back to the people that we consider men, that we considered real motherfucking men that walked around, they had a set of nuts and they didn't give a shit what the fuck you thought. Okay. If you think about those men, 90% of those men back then that I think of when I, when you tell me, think of the hardest man you ever met, you know, the hardest man I ever met smoked two packs of lucky strikes a day. Mm -hmm. Do you know the hardest man that I ever met was had a hole in the side of his gut. He's one of my father's best friends. When I was a kid, um, he was, uh, going to be my godfather at first. And then my uncle decided to not be a drunk anymore. And that changed. But uh, had my uncle not changed and done that, um, this guy would have ended up being my godfather. Um, he had a, uh, he was a friend of my father's and he was another lieutenant. He had gotten hit in Vietnam with an RPG, almost at point blank range. It buried a hole in the side of his body where a flap of skin covered it behind the flap of skin. You could pick the flap of skin up, shine a flashlight in there and you could see his liver. Okay. They pulled an RPG out of this guy's rib cage. Okay. His rib cage saved his life. Oh shit. And the RPG never went off. They had no idea how to get it out of him without making it explode oh, and shit. kill him. Okay. This guy is the hardest motherfucker I have ever met because he was awake for the whole thing. Hmm. They had him sign documents that said, Hey, look, we might do something that might set this thing off and you're going to die. You don't take it out. You're going to die. Yeah. He was like, well, what are you going to do? I mean, you can't fucking leave it in there. What are you going to do? This guy smoked two packs of Paul mall, non-filtered cigarettes a day. Well, he, lived, he lived until he was 98 years old. <laughs> he drank like a fucking fish. That does mostly, mostly to deal with the rest of us because he had seen shit that you and I will never, ever fucking see. Okay. He was, that's a man. That's what I consider a man. You know what he never had? never had a gym he can go and work out all day you know what he did he went outside he fucking worked outside you know what he did he went flip fucking logs there's a guy that i follow on instagram his name is max something or other i gotta uh, i'll bring him up next the one. one that's always he always does crazy workouts mm -hmm. out in his fucking yard because that's what they used to do back in the day there wasn't a gym you went outside you worked you built a house, you worked. Yep. There was no gym. And you still lived 120 fucking years. Maybe we go back to the way we used to fucking live our lives. And we live that way. Maybe mm -hmm. that's the way we fucking do it. Well, we might not have a choice here soon. What? Chicago Fire had a guy with a RPG, RPG stuck, in, stuck in his sign? They stole that story. That's that's a good Straight one. Straight up. 
but I've seen the dude and I've picked up the flap of skin and I've shined a light in his, on his liver when it was normal. And then after he was drinking, he's like, you want to see a cool science experiment? He said, look at this right now. And he shined a light in there. It was very dark red. He had a couple of drinks. He's like, shine a light in there. Now shine a light in there. That bitch was bright red. I was like, Holy fuck. That means it's working. And he drank every day of his life. Mm -hmm. He didn't have cirrhosis, but he lived till he was 97 years old, smoking two packs. 97 or 98? 97. I think it was 98. It was 98. Yeah, I think it was. It was just, yeah, it was just after his 98th birthday that he died. Mm -hmm. But he was smoking two packs of palm oils a day, non filtered. But anyway. They want you to believe that there's cancer out there. You're going to die from lung cancer. Yeah, parasites. And it's really weird because now they're trying to say also that marijuana causes lung cancer. Saw that article this morning while I was sitting on the shitter. I put that exactly where I thought it needed to be, which was in the shitter. Just so you're aware. Anyway, we will be back tomorrow night, 5.45, uh, 6 p.m. for the show, 5.45 for Liana's Lounge. And uh, check out Ms. Liana Lobert tomorrow over on the Pilled side. She'll start at 9.05 as normal. And uh, so you can start your day out there and end your day with us. Mm -hmm. Either way, for the Mick. And be Lynn. We will see you tomorrow night. Um, other than that, um, enjoy and a fucking... Happy Sunday. Yes. And make sure you go watch my Eagles. Oh, good God. My Eagles. Because I got to play this again. Mm -hmm. Are you ready to pick up the real blues? Yeah! You're alive, Philadelphia. Let's go, Philly, stand up. And we brought it. Every go-go play. See, I cheer for a team with fans that just like noise. Hellgate morning, freak out at night, boys. Eagle songs that make you get hype, boy. It's Mr. Reed. And I'm your favorite white boy, Stevie Wright, boy. And I'm bleeding green. Now I'm about to show you what this means to me. Come on, scream with me. Yeah, where's my people? E-A-G-L-E-S-E-O! My Six AM, ready for the game. Tailgate parking lot at the link is insane. Got my jersey on for my Philly team. A ball green with the eagle head, looking really real. Days too cold if your heart's on fire. I'm an early bird with the eye of the tiger. Put your game face on. Everybody has to keep your hands in the air like a rocky statue. The seven hundred level up is where I measure. It's the nest of death. We all fly together. Come on, we keep one team, one city, one dream. The harder you hit us, yeah, the more we bleed green. R.I.P. Jim Johnson really missed the guy. So let's kill the quarterback and keep the blitz alive. Loyalty to our team, South Philly's the base for worldwide Eagles fans. Come on, get in your face. Come on. Yeah, Mr. 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 Mr
the Jersey affiliate. No matter where you live, if you bleed green, you from Earth City. I blow green smoke like I got urban. Smack a Dallas fan if he got words with me. I'm a diehard. Eagle fan, so I ride hard. Wings on my back, so I fly hard. In the link, you got two options. Either cheer for the Eagles, so we gon' see you flopping. Get your fly on. Girl fans at the crib turn their TV down. 94 wide on. This is third country. Where we sing with gangling and star for the ring. The first hungry. Philly action. If you a tourist at the link, sit back, get you a twin. Feel the passion. And the Nova Kid complex action. Even make AI wanna come to practice. Here is the game right here. The ball is spotted. The kick is away. It's gone! It's gone! Straight pipes out. This land, land of freedom. 
double barrels in case we need man up we'll sit your ass down we done talking fuck around and find out love my country love my freedom fuck the welfare now i don't need shotgun raised from the woods to the plate ain't never went hungry ain't never too late to come around here son running your you can fuck around and find out. You can fuck around.